Good afternoon, Patriots. And it's Monday, May 15th in the year 2023. Oh, I'll tell you, this week's going to be a little bit wild. I've already lined up an interview for tomorrow night and Wednesday night. I, I bet I get a bunch of haters. But I'm going to tell you, honestly, it's an awesome interview. I just did a two-hour interview with Wano Saban, and I know, I don't even start with me. But I'm telling you, this is solid. And I'm really looking forward to bringing it to you. You should know me anyway. You should know me by now. That if I'm bringing an interview, it's going to rock. Just basically it. And it is it is a great interview. And really does lay out some things in a solid perspective. And get this. He even closed the prayer for us on this show. So I'm really looking forward to it. When, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's going to be great. Patriots, one thing right now. Make sure that you have an excellent plan in place to protect your wealth because we are dealing with some crazy stuff right now. Birch Gold is the place we go to get your 401ks and your IRAs converted to gold. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. All right, Patriots. That's a good one to check out. Good company. And um, yeah, good stuff. All right, so I'm going to play this piece for you, then I'm going to fill in the blanks. But let's just say that the three perpetrators uh, would qualify as not white. Why is no one talking about one of the worst mass shootings to ever take place in our country's history and it happened just this weekend in alabama because the guns were not purchased legally because it didn't fit the narrative because these were the three monsters that murdered four people and injured 32 because they can't use this tragedy to push for more gun control because no amount of gun control would have prevented this when the guns were not attained legally yeah there was three african-american males that had that little issue with illegal guns killing people. And of course, it is the problem we keep talking about is that whatever is happening here, and I'm, I'm going to say this over and over on this show, African-Americans need to start understanding that they're being set up and they're being manipulated and being manipulated massively, and it's not going to work out well. If this deep state continues its role in doing its success, it will be, people will want to see massive punishment rain down on African-American culture. And i that's unjust, to be clear. There are just dirtbags out here that are doing dirtbag things. But the deep state's racializing it. And they're doing it in two ways. One is they're denying any stories when it has to do with African-American violence. And secondly, unfortunately, 
it's it's a hyper percentage of our crimes in this country come from African Americans. I don't mean this as a racial thing. If you take it that way, then bugger off. I really don't care. The facts are the part of the facts. And we've got to get back to a place where we start addressing that problem in a bigger way. But I don't know what they're doing. I've said all along that, trust me, whatever they are in their agenda is, this is to set up African-American culture, black American culture, to be targeted at the end as the purveyors of all crimes. It, it's not going to play well. So if you're black American and you're hearing this, understand, I say this respectfully, you all have to start taking care of your own because they made it illegal for us to even speak approach it almost. I'm not kidding. Well, Patriots, there's some other interesting news. And I've been saying this for some time. If you have a pension, you better check in on it. Take a listen to this. Well, here's some earth shattering, groundbreaking news for everybody that went along with the government's nonsense over the last three years in the name of keeping your pension so that you could stay comfortable and have a cushy retirement lined up for you. Do yourself a favor, call your pension fund tomorrow or sometime this week. Doesn't matter. Just give them a call. Ask them what your commuted value is. When you're shocked, like I was, because I recently had my pension commuted, and you realize that what you thought was there is no longer there, you'll realize that everything you did to keep that pension and retirement lined up was for nothing. They've lied to you, they've harmed you, and now they've robbed you. Go ahead, give your pension, give your pension fund a call. Find out what your commuted value is. And when you realize that I'm not lying, and when you realize that you've been absolutely bamboozled and that your pension is pretty much gone, you'll realize just how far down we have fallen. It's time to stand up because what you thought you had as your reason for not standing against this is no longer there. Patriots, not to say I told you so, but I've been talking about this literally for a couple of years. And it's from 2008 forward, they pillaged every pension. It's just becoming real now. And just imagine all those COVID con freaks that were enforcing the government rules because I was protecting my pension. Deep down inside, this is where so many were. This is justice. If you're ever wondering how God delivers justice, it's things like this. Because your Babylonian worship wasn't worth a poop anyway. And now you're going to find that you have nothing and that you sacrificed all your values you sacrificed your obligation to the Constitution. You turned yourself against the American people, and you did it all for, oh, a pension that was worth nothing. Huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Yeah, that's a brutal laugh because I am laughing. That's, that's a sneering laugh. That is true justice right there. That's got to hurt, and it's going to hurt a lot of people as we go forward. Now, in other great news, well, Breaking news, apparently George Soros died, but then out of nowhere, George Soros's corpse tweeted on a non-blue check account that he was still alive. So I don't know who to believe. Should I believe the corpse or should I believe that George Soros is dead? Not sure which, but either way, I think he's dead. Have you seen that prune lately? That dude looks like he's Walking Dead. He's like right out of the Walking Dead film, Zombie Apocalypse. The only thing missing, because his whole cheeks have been melting. If you've noticed, he's like been falling down his face, like the flesh has been slowly rotting and falling off. I think he is a, a zombie apocalypse corpse. So anyway, George Soros is apparently not dead by the statement of his corpse. So that's okay. If you're all good with that, you can believe whatever you want. I'll take the good news. He's dead. Yay! It says the witch is dead as they dance around the melted witch in the bucket of water. That's good. Right out of Wizard of Oz, I'll tell you. All right, patriots. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. 
Father, we come to you today very humbled and by our free will, place ourselves before you and thank you for this incredible nation that we have, this incredible people, this amazing remnant that we have that isn't just here, but it's all over the world. And Father, that is where I want to begin this prayer is to thank you for this remnant that is literally all over the world, that continues to come together in a fellowship and continues to pray in and continues to hold together in spite of all the war that's being waged against us. And you continue to reward, you continue to protect, you continue to lead, you can continue to provide wisdom, and you continue to awaken our eyes to the greater authorities which we have. So thank you, Father. We are so deeply humbled. We are so deeply blessed. Father, today we, we want to pray for this nation. We want to pray mercy on this nation. This nation is a nation that has drifted very far from you. But the good news is, as I'm sure you would be first to remind me, is that many are now starting to turn their eyes towards Jesus. And so we pray for that momentum to continue. We pray for the continued great shaking that is happening around us. And as difficult as these times are, if we can always remember that like Job, that in those moments of the most trial, we find out where people's true allegiance and heart is. Satan can do whatever he wants, but I think truly, Father, you are showing us that in the times when everything is down, the chips are down, everything is against us, we as a nation come together. We as a world, as a remnant come together. And increasingly, eyes turn to you. Not increasingly they turn away from you, but quite to the contrary. Quite to the contrary of what Satan believes as he's having to relearn a lesson once again. When we get squeezed... And when things are finally stripped away from us and we have to suffer loss, which is not easy, we put our eyes on you. So, Father, we continue to pray for that incredible strength and resolve in the hearts of the many, in the hearts of the remnant, to put our eyes on you and to continue to push that into the world, to be examples for others to see that how strong we are in this time, to lead others to that position. Father, last night we had a prayer for somebody who had lost their father. And it's a sad prayer. It's a prayer of somebody whose father had shot himself and a family who has lost many family members for whatever reason. And these are very trying times, times where we can't explain much of this death. We can't explain the losses and they challenge us in the deepest of ways and challenge us in a dark way too, because it forces people going through this to reflect and ask questions of, why am I here? Why do I have to endure this? And Father, we don't have those answers. And, and I don't know that we could understand them if we did. But what we pray for more than anything is those that are going through the great sufferings right now, and they are happening, is that they bury themselves deep within their love in Christ, that they find that resolve of leaning in in their heart, pressing in hard, and to come to an understanding that whatever the reasons, even if we don't understand them, that we're loved in kingdom, that we're loved by Jesus, and that the blood of Jesus can heal those wounds. It doesn't take the pain away. We know that. But to find that place where we can come to acceptance and we can move on, but not walk away from you. This is Satan's greatest play right here, Just to step in in the time of trauma a trauma that happens for many reasons. And unfortunately, by virtue of the COVID con and the vax, and I'm not suggesting in any way these things are associated with this prayer of others, but when those happen, we are witnessing increasing levels of death. 
And people are not wanting to face often the causes of that death, but live in a denial. They want to talk about it in terms of spontaneous death or a heart attack or, or a clot. And the motive behind it may have been a poor decision by somebody to follow the narrative to take a vax. We don't know. Irrespective of that, they are still your children, bad decision or not. And so we pray for them. We pray for those families that are suffering these losses. We pray for those that are enduring, enduring those losses. And we pray for their strength. And we pray for those moments of encounter with Christ that will be so profound that it truly will change them, transform them, give them peace, even though that pain is there to heal those moments, to give them greater strength in the world, to become greater advocates and spokesmen for kingdom. So, Father, we pray for that in these moments because there's going to be a lot more of this coming. It's a sad time in which we live, a sad time in which a maniacal, psychopathic group of people have decided to wage war against many of those innocent in mind, unsuspecting of the attack, ambush them, and in the process of ambushing them, have put them in a position where health compromises can lead to tragic events. So for those families that are divided over this COVID con, we pray that this will this needs to be put aside. Families need to start coming together and facing the facts and enjoying these moments they have together. We have no idea now how this clock is ticking. For some, Father, we know that this clock is moving quicker than others. And for those that have taken the injection, those times could be very short. So, Father, we pray for peace and healing in families today. With all the craziness going on from the invasion of our southern border to, to the trying to take children away from families because of transgender surgeries, with our governments that have completely been corrupted by the most darkest of powers and influences because they're weak, foolish, and stupid. What we don't want to see is any more successful attacks on our families. So, Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around the family. I don't care where you are, in this country, in UK, in Chile, in Australia, in South Africa, in Russia. We pray for the strength of that family. And we pray for the coming together to where conversations can begin again. Conversations. And, Father, we don't just pray this. We're declaring healing in the family. You've given us authority on this earth. So today we're, we're leaning into this. We're declaring that the families of this world be touched by the power of truth and the anchoring in faith. That in these moments of trying moments where there is division and hatred even or whatever, that people start to come together to listen, to talk, to have legitimate, honest conversations, not with the expectation that everybody agrees on everything, but that we start talking about the real issues, especially with families divided over this vax. Because in these moments right now, that clock is ticking. The outcomes of this are unknown, and perhaps some will get lucky and they will have only taken a saline shot or something. But we know the consequences of this injection are real. We know people are dying. We know people are having medical complications. And it's time that the families come together and start healing those wounds, talking the truth, and raising up the awareness within the family unit. And that's what we ask for your blessing on as we declare that healing over the families. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I tell you, Patriots, I'm about up to my limit of the dumbness that's still keeping families divided. And I, full testimony, we have some of that in my own family. So it's not like I'm unaware of it or unfamiliar with it. 
We have to get over this. It's crazy. I want you to hear this one minute and 53 second piece. This is a clip that is just unbelievable. This is right out of China. You want to talk about the the cult that controls people's minds. Take a listen to some of these testimonies of people that have literally been doxxed by the state publicly because of their violations of the social credit score. A good score brings benefits, but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, plastering their details, even their addresses across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens, those whose ratings have dropped to zero. On it are companies, but also 23 million people to date. Among them is this journalist Liu Hu. He got a little too close to uncovering corruption among high-profile party members. After being sued for defamation by the subject of a story he'd written, he was blacklisted. He only realized when he tried to buy a train ticket and was told he was banned from traveling. That tells me I'm still on the blacklist. Punished because he's been branded untrustworthy by the state. Once you're blacklisted, you can no longer get a bank loan, start a business, buy an apartment, or even send your children to a private school. Yu Hu is among a tiny minority of people who have dared to criticize the system, which some are calling a digital dictatorship. I worry because I think many people like me will be deprived of individual freedoms, and all of us will live with restrictions of one kind or another. After our meeting, Yu Hu learned that his name had been removed from the blacklist, but he still has a long way to go if he doesn't want to languish at the bottom of the social credit hierarchy. Man, my social credit score is about zero right now, maybe negative. They love me like I love them, those psychopathic pedophile fools. But here's the real of it. I mean, this is, this is China, and that's the model they're trying to put on everybody. And this is what we're fighting against, which... Think about this. Part of the rules they're putting in place are that if you imagine your social credit score and you come to a place where they're like, uh, okay, your child needs to get a transgender surgeon. You're like, uh, no, ain't going to happen. And then it's going to be, okay, well, you're going to lose all your social credit score and every right that you have to travel. You're no longer going to get your normal UBI and we're going to take away your ability to have a loan. I mean, that's the sort of stuff they're talking about here. This deep state is as ruthless, as reckless, as evil as it comes. And it's going to take all opposition to stand up to it. Now, a couple things as we kind of go through the end of the show today. One is what I talked about last night. We've got a couple great things moving on here. Well, actually, it's three things I wanted to cover. One is Barsfest, Yuba City, 7th to the 10th. And it's probably going to be, Saturday is going to be a very different day because we're probably going to do a rally somewhere else in, I mean, right near Yuba City. But we're really focused on a meet and greet Wednesday night, a Thursday and Friday of intense sessions. It's going to be awesome. Great speakers. The speaker lineup is continuing to grow. Really want to see you there. It is going to be available on live stream. So there you go. And if you are inclined to support somebody who can't afford, with those donations are welcome. And you can donate. All, all these tickets are donation-based. So go to bardsfest.com, 
Bardsfest.com. Check it out. And let's let's get this thing ramped up. I want to see as many people there as possible. This is a really important event. It is literally raising up the war councils, getting people ready for what's ahead. We're going to need that sort of leadership. And the people I'm bringing in are leadership-inspired folks, good people that are going to really spark the fire of the Holy Spirit within you. It's going to be a great couple of days of very intense and wonderful things. In another little bit of news, I am going to be speaking in Bandon, Oregon. Yep, that's me. Bandon, Oregon at the Faith Fest on May 21st, which is next weekend. Between, I don't know my time, it's going to be between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. I gotta, I'm going to put this picture up in uh, in the Bard's family room. They literally did street banners off of the power or the street lamps or something. And, yep, yours truly is on one of those banners. <laughs> I was like, who's that awesome dude? That would be me. That would be me. So, anyway, I'm going to put that up. You can see that picture. It's pretty cool. It's a good festival if you're so inclined, want to hear, see that. I don't know if it's going to be live streamed, but I know it's going to be there. It's going to be big. They're expecting about three to 5,000 people. So, we'll see how that goes. Now, um, other thing that's important, and I'm going to put the link up below. So, Nikki Knight, who is one of our mods, and she has a give, send, go. People have continued to support it. I'm going to ask that people continue to support this, please. They're trying to get their life back in order after a massive attack by black mold in their life. And there's some expenses with that. And as much as you can, whatever you can do, whether it's prayers or money, it's much welcomed. But it's asking that you can donate to that to help them out in this time. We're going to, I'll uh, put, like I said, I'll put the link up below the podcast. But I'm pretty sure if you go to Give, Send, Go, and you type in Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, night k-n-i-g-h-t you're going to find it and so head on over there if you can and i know that it's pinned in the family room we'll repin it today that's in the telegram family room just in case people get confused and we'll uh, i'll put the link up below the podcast really encourage you to just support this as much as possible um she they're doing and wonderful person who's given so much to this community for those of you that may not know Nikki. She's been involved almost since the beginning, has given countless hours of support as a mod. She was at Bardsfest 1, is a huge supporter there. She's on the planning committee for Bardsfest this year, and she's got her own podcast that she's doing. So just a great person, great couple, and they're they're trying to get their homestead, keeping that going. So they're living the dream, of as living the model of what we talk about, but they need some help. So Let's do it. Let's like get us things. They, their limit, they're trying to raise $15,000, and I think they're about a third of the way there. And I know we can do better. I know we can get that up. So let's get that up to the 15 as much as we can. It would be great. All right, patriots. With all that said, we've got a crazy world. Tonight we're just going to go over some of the craziness. That's, that's our typical Monday night. Uh, also, I'm going to introduce a new sponsor tonight, which I'm kind of excited about. And... Um, I want you to hear that this is a CBD company, and I'll introduce that tonight. Um, and I'm telling you, I've been taking the product, and I'm pretty impressed. My mom took it; she's impressed. Got some testimonials coming. It's good stuff. Like everything else, I try stuff before I ever put it out, and I'm impressed. So good company. I talked to them. I'm pretty impressed all the way around. So there you go, Patriots. Whatever we do, don't stop praying. It's the one thing I'm going to say over and over. Don't stop praying and pray with intent. 
Now we don't just need we don't need marshmallow prayers. We need focused prayers as we will pray. By the way, the border's still raining. So like congrats on everybody that joined in that prayer to bring rain to the border because it's still raining. And it is a great event to witness how much this is happening. And truly, these are the authorities that we're given. So let's lean into it and declare the authority and wherever you can, make it two or three or more. So don't just pray alone if you can. Pray together. We can take this country back. We will take this country back. It is not going to be an easy walk. And no one ever said it was going to be easy. But we will take this country back. And that's what I feel most today more than ever and more than I've felt probably in weeks. It's like this settled into my heart and it's clear. This is ours to have. All we have to do is center everything around Father God, put our prayers in Jesus' name, put it out here, and declare our authorities and keep listening to where God wants you to walk because his soldiers are now in place. The remnant is real, and it's active, and it's alive, and that's the focus to get things up and running. So there you go. Patriots, see you tonight. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us, and in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. 
not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 